Good evening, Gullicochica. Don Sajak here, coming to you live from the St. Anne Lighthouse Park, where the titular structure of which lies behind me in a pile of ashes. Let me tell you, it is a ghost town, and it has been all week. Locals and shoobies alike are staying away from the area at all costs due to wild stories of cackling ghosts and evil creatures wandering the woods. Business owners urge folks to come back out, and GPD urges that there must be a perfectly normal explanation, but folks are not listening. We'll go back now to the booth for our recap of the morning report. There is something to folklore, a truth behind it. I'm sure they've got Bigfoot in a lab somewhere. Not to my knowledge, no. I want to see if there's a way to open the doors to all the cells from this room. This thing means that much to you? You'd be amazed how it feels to care about anything else. Out from the opening, with lab equipment and IVs uh, still hanging off of it, it's Bigfoot standing in front of you. I know that this is dangerous, but... I believe that now I can do things that even Goodfellow cannot predict. How dare you defy me, Ari Green? You have no power against me. I'm gonna blast him with my laser sword. I am as chronicled as they come. I cannot be wounded in this way. Tell me, uh, you have any regrets, Winslow? I mean, I regret not helping my mom. It hurts. Don't it? When you find out the ones you love aren't what they seem to be. Who who hurt you? You lost yourself to the flame, Winslow. You did. Why? Why'd you have to spill your beans, Winslow? Why? And he starts to come across the table toward you. There is an arrangement we can make to get you out of this. I guess I'm taking another deal. I only need to open one more to connect my world back to back to yours, and uh, then my mission will be complete. Uh, what happens then? Calliope, it is best that you tell them outright. To make room for Atlantis, most of the area where you call home will sink into the sea. perches on a fence near a house. This beast has roughly the body shape of a woman, but it's covered in a thick coat of white feathers that are still stained with blood from scabbed over gunshot wounds. It has the head of an owl that leers hungrily with milky white eyes at a baby sleeping just inside the window. This creature is waiting, plotting, but suddenly it spins its head around almost 180 degrees as if it hears something off in the woods. Orienting its body to match its head, the creature begins hobbling off in that direction, away from the house. The camera begins moving at rocket speed, and we now see a new scene in a different part of Gullicochica. We now see another familiar figure, 
the loose-skinned hag that was imprisoned with Ray at the Gear facility. Except she's got a new flayed skin draped over her bones. Fresh blood drips down her body as she begins to walk toward the source of the unheard call. When the camera moves again, we're in the backwoods of the LaRue Wildlife Retreat. The scaled head of Alti pokes out of an otherwise still pond and looks towards this silent calling. Then the camera moves one more time. We see a forest floor, still scarred by signs of a fire that happened months ago. Evil magic causes little trails of smoke to rise up where a football field-sized rune was once drawn in flames. There's a figure in the distance that the camera's very slowly zooming in on as we hear, Come, my children. This is a call to all those who have no home in this world. You may have been born on one side of the veil or the other, but neither claims you. You are misunderstood to be creatures of terror. I bid you come so that we may show them the true meaning of fear. By the end of the speech, we are now looking at the origin of it. A woman hovers cross-legged in the air. She's wearing yellow sweatpants scuffed with mud. Her face is covered by the skull of a goat, freshly skinned, and the eyes of the poor animal have been shoved back into the eye sockets. Blood stains the whole visage, and we can't quite make out her face. But even still, this is very clearly Sarah Payne. I haven't been listening to any of you. <laughs> nice. Perfect. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> Since we started this podcast. <laughs> Accurate. So let's talk a little bit about but. where we're all at. Oh, sorry. And about butt. <laughs> Just butt, one. <laughs> Let's talk about butt. Sometimes there's two cheeks. <laughs> Sometimes there's one. Tell us more about that, Katie. <laughs> Let's think about a one-cheek a one cheek butt. I'm a one-cheek butt kind of guy. <laughs> Ahoy, I'm the pirate with the one-cheek butt. You <laughs> But is it vertical or horizontal? <laughs> yes. No, no. It depends on which way the wind blows. <laughs> There's an eye patch over where the other cheek used to be. Oh, what if you put no. an eye patch over your butthole? It's just a thong. <laughs> That's just a thong with extra Thongs steps. cover the other stuff, though. This is just for your butthole. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm you not. Sure Ian. About that? Okay. <laughs> now that that's out of the way. Glad we, glad we Sorry, I derailed it. <laughs> I do want to talk a little bit about the fallout from last arc. Mm -hmm. Because a lot happened. And some of it you would know. Um, and I have to read this list without telling you the things you wouldn't know. Is any of it good? <laughs> Very little of it is good. <laughs> okay. I just I had to ask. Yeah, I think that since the lighthouse burned down, the investigation, the cleanup efforts, everything at that site 
has been halted because people have been still reporting the sound of manic cackling. Some say that they've seen this this old man uh, smoking a pipe in a peacoat and kind of coming after them. The tourism on the island, I mean, it's already sort of slowed down a little bit this time of year, but it's almost non-existent now. Um, Metters might have even mentioned that Jordan, his bar is slower than it's ever been. Um, The people are just staying away from that part of the island. Um, Can't tell you that. (laughs) that. Everyone's dead. Everyone you love (laughs) is gone. Peg drowned. Um, Everyone you love is dead. Yeah, actually, yeah, everyone's dead. Bigfoot is good fellow. (laughs) Checks out. It's a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde situation. (laughs) It's been a few days. You all take a few days to rest and recover from what you just went through. Um, I guess I'll check in with each of you individually and see what you're what you're doing in this time and tell you a little bit about what's going on with you. Is that my cat? Yes, it was. Uh, it's not mine. Mine's asleep. Let me start with you, Ray. The only thing I'll tell you is that, well, okay, so your animals have been acting restless lately. And uh, Rooster's been complaining about it. You can obviously tell. Also, a goat is missing, which is strange. Um, and... Barb has been saying that sometimes she can't find Alti, which isn't all that weird because um, Alti goes underwater and, you know, you can't see her at that point. Uh, But also, sometimes she's acting very maternal towards her child, her new child. Um, And sometimes she seems to not recognize her and growls at her. Um, And also you found the letters. Uh, that Ari left for you and Sarah in the infirmary. But other than that, what have you been up to? Okay. Well, I was going to say I've been trying to keep a close eye on the... Sel- or, or not Selkie, but on the child. Um, yeah, I mean, most of the time, Alti is, like, taking care of her daughter. You know, like, most of the time, things are fine. Yeah. Um, I will say there have been times where... Alma has been playing with maybe one of the snipes or something, and Alma has activated their or activated her her paralysis. And you so you've noticed that Alma is has inherited this mutated quality that that gear gave to Alti and can turn things into stone for short periods of time. So like the snipe it's like doesn't kill anything, but like yeah, this, they'll be, like, tussling, like, puppies tussle. Uh, because Alma, I guess, is still, like, kind of person size. It's a pretty, you know, it's a baby. I imagine baby T-Rex. Yeah. But, like, a little bigger. She's a good playmate for uh, for the Snipes. But, yeah, she'll sometimes accidentally turn them into stone for, like, five minutes. Like, it's really short periods of time. <laughs> and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well that's good we're working on it we're uh yeah we're gonna have to work on that i guess <laughs> yeah otherwise i've been working on changing all of the animals diets to what 
Well, elaborate on that, just please. I, just I feel like something's bothering them, so I'm trying other meats mm. and... Understood. Yeah, that makes sense. And just trying to figure, get to the bottom of why they might be a little agitated. Hmm. I like that. I think... I think I'm going to give you like an investigate a mystery here. I don't know what kind of information you're going to get from it, but I like <laughs> I like it. Turns out Grimm's gluten free. And <laughs> uh, that's going to be a 10. Wow. Hold two. OK, let's see uh, what happened here. Yeah, you're working with Grim one day. You're, you know, you're feeding him, giving him, giving him his his food, and um, he eats it happily. It doesn't seem to change his behavior, but working closely with Grim, Grim, Grim's a gator, right? Yeah, he's a gator. He's my albino. He, yeah, you notice him glancing out into the woods past his like the chain link part of the fence. I guess in reference to that, what is being concealed here? Um, you look out into the woods and you, you, you swear you can see for a minute, uh, glowing eyes, uh, or maybe red light, something, but then it's gone. And then, and then when, when it, when it goes away before you can see what it is, um, you notice Grim go back to being sort of normal. He doesn't seem as agitated anymore. Goes back to eating his food. What are you looking out over there, buddy? I guess I'll go check it out. Hey, hey, and stop chewing on that damn statue. I'm not going to tell you again. Your teeth are doing real bad. <laughs> what statue? <laughs> the horse. Oh. <laughs> I forgot this is canonical. Yeah, like, <laughs> Grim's the one that won't stop chewing on the goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> or actually, I think it's I think it's Jimothy. I, th- I think it's Jimbo that won't stop chewing on it. But really, they're all just chewing on it. Too He's much. a bad influence. <laughs> they're all Jim- chewing on it too much. Grim's one of the younger ones. <laughs> Jim and Grim. Jim and Grim love chewing on the horse statue, the rocking horse. Cool. Well, that's neat. Well, let's check in with uh, let's check in with Sarah then. Sarah, you've been waking up feeling exhausted. Uh, sometimes you have scratches, like a scratch on your elbow that's scabbed up, but wasn't there when you fall when you fell asleep. Um, oh, shit, I forgot about that. Don't. <laughs> and you're a superhero. Talk- we didn't even talk. Excuse about me. You're this. a super villain. I'm Moon Knight. That's who I am. <laughs> <laughs> but bad but bad <laughs> <laughs> really bad also a few days after maybe like a day after the lighthouse situation you got a text from Brittany saying uh you okay after the other night uh and then it says all i wanted was to dance with a pretty girl <gasps> don't hit on me ian <laughs> <laughs> make me proud honey <laughs> oh my god, stop! You're making it worse! You don't even call me honey! You also have a text from Greg that says, Heh. I'm, done. I'm just kidding, that's not real. That's all it says. <laughs> no, I don't think Greg would have texted you at all. He's afraid of you. He's embarrassed because yeah, he ran away instead of saving your life. 
Yep. Well, you have to run away if you poop your pants, or else everyone's gonna know. <laughs> I think I will text Brittany back and say, I haven't been sleeping well. Are you okay? Question mark. <laughs> Send. The way, the way you said that was definitely the letter R and the letter U. I was <laughs> oh, literally yeah. thinking that in my, are you okay? I think that she probably texts you back, but it's a pretty mundane conversation. I, you know, it's just like a, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm fine. A little shit, a little shaken, a little shook. A little shook. A little shook. She says something like, I mean, the hospital was one thing. I've seen a lot of, you know, horrible shit, but that all seemed I couldn't tell what was real and what was not. You know, she she's she's shaken by the events, but, you know, seems fine. Did she see ghosts and such? What did she see specifically? She saw the ghost and then we didn't see from her perspective. So, like, there are points where Sarah was separated from everybody. So who knows what they were experiencing that could have been similar Mm -hmm. to, you know, the time that her and the ghost were sitting down together at the table. Sure. What not? I guess I would ask her about that. Ask her if she's fond of your lobster. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Please go to dot Oh God, I'm gonna mute myself. <laughs> I'm just gonna ask her if she saw anything else other than the ghost. She takes a while to respond, and she texts back that she saw she saw at some point a shore covered in seaweed, like the one you stepped out onto at some point, and that she fell onto it and could see something moving within it. And started she starts to like she started to like dig in, and she saw that there was a person buried under there, um, and so she desperately you know clawed through the seaweed and um before she could tell who it was she sank in herself and everything went black she says she felt like wrapped up in the seaweed constricted completely i'll probably text Brittany, like because she's like the only one that understands because she was there yeah i feel like i should have done more to save Damien and Naman. Yeah, she would text you back saying, like, you can't do that to yourself. Like, there was nothing we could have done. Whatever happened there was evil. I don't think either one of us could have done anything to stop it. That's scary. What did I do with the devil? I made another deal, but I don't remember the the parameters here. You made a deal with him that you could some you sometimes would give him the keys to the castle. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought you were going to say. God damn it. Let him take you around the block every once in a while. I was hoping it was a dream. Also, oh, I guess I should also remind you, um, you know, obviously you went into Atlantis briefly and you heard what you heard about, you know, Gullicochica having to sink so that Atlantis could rise, small price to pay so that they could live, yada, yada, yada. Uh, But also you found that mirror that I'm sure you took with you. You found a mirror that has 
a version, a memory of Loretta in it that I'm sure Ray Ray would appreciate the opportunity to speak with his mother again. All right, I'm going to start a group text <laughs> with Ray Ray and Ari. I don't know why we don't already have one. We might. I don't know. <laughs> you create the group chat and before you even send a message, it says Ari has left the chat. <laughs> <laughs> well, fine. No, it wouldn't go through. I broke my phone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ari yeah. doesn't have a phone. Yeah, he doesn't have a which phone. Which you may not know yet. I'm going to text both of them mm-hmm. that we need to talk. You're breaking up with us. <laughs> it's got a period at the end and everything. We need to talk. That's how you know it's serious. That's the most coherent text you've sent since day one of this podcast. <laughs> um, cool. Well, I think, is there anything else you've been doing in the past few days until you meet with the other two? No. So I noticed that there's like bruises and stuff when I wake up. Yeah. Yeah. You'll have like a scraped elbow. A scratch on your thigh that you didn't notice. Yeah, I know that's not a good sign. Yeah, probs not. I'm not. I'm not gonna put it off. Telling Ari and Ray Ray that I was possessed by the devil. I think it's time to tell them. Yeah, maybe. Cool. We all know, don't we? I mean, you all know, but it's gone further now. So Ari. Yep, that's me. With your last level up, mm. you, um. You took a haven, or at least well, two options to add to the to the existing haven. I am adding protection spells in the mystical library. So I think over this time, Seb and I have spent our time outfitting the infirmary and the below infirmary and all of that space with protection spells and collecting as much knowledge as we possibly can from all the collections him and I have had separately and maybe via some help acquiring some books on magic books on atlantis like in general yeah things like that just collecting all the information we can on the overgrown on the wild on atlantis yeah he would have added uh he would have just given you a bunch of books from his own library um specifically a lot of the stuff that he would have had would be about exorcisms and stuff that he was looking into independently. So a lot about devils and things like that. Demonic magic, yes. Um, You know, things like that. I think we've gotten rid of anything unnecessary in the barracks room, so there's like maybe four sets of bunk beds now pushed up against the wall, so there's like eight beds in there, and there's runes all over and papers and just stacks of books. We don't have bookshelves or anything. There's just like piles of everything organized in a way that we totally understand maybe rooster helped you like add some shelving in oh between yeah the bunks and like kind of rig these um repurposed these bunk beds to be bookshelves sort of oh. like makeshift bookshelves i like that i like rooster uh, getting in on this have a little montage down here uh setting all that up what about the protection spell do you want to add anything about that No, other than that the protection spell keeps monsters out of your haven, uh, and we have made, what do you want to call it, exceptions for Ray Ray, Sarah, and her devil companion, and Ignis. What does that look like anyway? Have you written, have you drawn runes? Like, what have you, what's, what does the protection spell look like? I think I said that you could use it to protect the whole building, not just the basement. I think it's a centralized source, so there is a big 
circle of runes in the uh, lower infirmary, like in our room on the wall or on the floor. Um, Surrounding the switch. <laughs> I was like, Protecting the what? It. And that's kind of like the epicenter of the magic flow of this building. So there's a central rune imbued with the green magic of Ari that keeps this place protected. I love it. I guess I guess it's people that have a emotional connection to Ari are allowed through, which uh, maybe a pro- a positive since it's the Fey, maybe it's a positive emotional connection. What if you it's know? <laughs> what I just, <laughs> this is ridiculous. What if it is around the switch, and it's people who have a profile on the switch? <laughs> On the switch. <laughs> that is way Pretty more funny. wild than my idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's, go- it's oh, a little goofy. We don't no, do I that. like it only because I want to see the me's of everybody, and I'm totally going to go on my switch and make the, our individual characters. <laughs> also, but sure. Also, also, Barb totally has a profile on the switch. Perfect. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know how to play this damn thing. I just kind of slap it. <laughs> just fins, fins, <laughs> wet fins against controller sticks. I suppose with Rooster <laughs> watching very nervously, we'll do a rune like on the switch dock. <laughs> Be careful. Uh, don't hurt it. Don't break the screen. Those things are hard to repair. So anyone with a profile on the switch can come through <laughs> and you see that green magic kind of coursing from the dock of the switch through the power cord into the wall and through the wall into the building <laughs> protecting this building. <laughs> the only side effect is that the switch screen now has a green tint. <laughs> oh, that's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it was a mixed success. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So, I would assume that the that the uh, the outcome of the group chat that Sarah started would be that you guys have a meeting. Yes, I, I agree. I agree with this. Meet me in the infirmary. I can't say to you, but I say telepathically. Do <laughs> yeah. Do you? Uh, has Ari replaced his phone? Has he had any kind of inclination? He to really do so? should. He's very focused on the task at hand. That's fair. You think he's going to sit at a T-Mobile store for four hours to get a new phone? (laughs) (laughs) Seab has a phone, though. (laughs) If that helps. Seab won't answer the phone for me right now. (laughs) That's a good point. You hear the Imperial March playing from Seab's phone. (laughs) Sarah's calling. I think it would be more the Phantom Menace. (laughs) Which is Duel of Duel the Fates. Duel of Fates. Yeah. Yeah. Duel of Fates. Yeah. All right. Are you guys coming downstairs to talk to me? What are you guys doing? Okay, I'm here. I'm here. I have arrived. Vroom, vroom. You hear my motorcycle outside? I guess Rooster's probably there. Is there any, are there any other... Sarah, do you bring Brittany? Does Seab oh, come? God. Bring Brittany. I'm not bringing Brittany for this. <laughs> it sounds like a horrible idea. I mean, she's pretty much in on it. She can't get she in. She's about a my, vampire. She doesn't know about... Oh my god, we've never asked. <laughs> <laughs> we've never asked if Brittany's a vampire. That's true. Don't invite her you in. You legally have to tell <laughs> me. You haven't asked Rooster if he's a vampire either. Oh, shit. Let's go All on. Right, Come downstairs. Clip, clip, clap. 
I don't sound like that down the stairs. Don't put that evil on me. You have demon <laughs> hooves, right? <laughs> yes, oh yeah, I forgot to time. mention Sarah now has demon hooves. She's <laughs> <laughs> trying to wear boots to cover it up. <laughs> so she walks really bad. <laughs> you just see the shoes bending. She walks oh, bad, he said. <laughs> <laughs> you laughed at it. It's a dumb thing to say. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm ready. I'm you have to stop laughing. Ari doesn't laugh. Mm-hmm. Sarah, as you come down the stairs, uh, Seeb is like as far away from the stairs as possible. He's the farthest <laughs> corner of the room, just kind of like he looks visibly shaken, uncomfortable. I'm very glad you're here, Sarah. Did you have any difficulty entering the building? Uh, no. Fantastic. Why, why do you ask? (laughs) Am I supposed to? Uh, Are you, um, are you breaking up with me? Are you just trying to kick me out? Uh, We have prepared some protection, some magical protection for this building. Mm. And I wanted to make sure that you and the devil of Tate's hell could enter willingly. Yeah. Seems to work with Ray Ray, too. Is that why this thing looks like shit? (laughs) That's completely unrelated. Yeah, we had to make another profile. We had one one on here for you, Sarah, but we made one for the devil, too. Oh, cool. You know, in case he wants to play. I don't know what that means, but (laughs) thanks. Is the devil any good at Mario Kart? He He gestures to the Switch. Um... You know, we get enough controllers, we can have like eight players on this thing. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't come here to play Switch. Do we have a lot to discuss? Were you in a fight with somebody? Yeah, that's part of it. I'm going to pull out the mirror first. I'm going to lead with that. What What size is this mirror? It's probably the size of like a large iPad. Okay, I have my backpack then, and I'm going to pull out the mirror I saw Loretta in this, and I don't really understand how that works. Where did you find this? So, you see, (laughs) we somehow ended up on Little St. Anne's, where the lighthouse originally was. Okay, was she moving? Was it a still image? How did you see Loretta? Uh, no, I mean, it was kind of like your mirror. Is it intact? It's, yeah, it's it's one whole piece. Do you see anything in it, Ray Ray? Yeah, I'm I'm looking at it. I'm just looking in it. I'm just treating it like a holographic card. <laughs> yeah, uh, Ray Ray. Sarah, I think since you saw what you saw, it's functioned as a regular mirror. You haven't been able to get it to show you anything since then. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Ray Ray, when you look at it, you see a crocodile. You see, I mean, you know you know her to be your mother. And she's looking at you and she's smiling. Uh, uh, mama? Mama? Um, she, she nods like she's saying hello to you. Hey y'all, hey, y'all how do I get her out of here? She's she's in here. I want to go around and look at it as he's looking at it. Like, 
I imagine the back is towards me right now. I kind of want to go to his side to look in, see if I can see it too. Uh, you can't. You just see the reflection. It's just you, Ray Ray. I mean, no, I'm looking at her right here. That's obviously not me. How do you not see that? Hey, Mama. Hi. Hey, Raymond. Hey. How you doing, boy? Uh, I'm, I'm all I'm all right. What are you? How are you in here? What's don't? Well, first of all, you should know that. I hope you already realize this. I didn't raise no fool, but uh, this ain't this ain't me. You should know that. This is just a memory of me that I um, I put I put here for you. Uh, do you. Did you put this here for any reason? Uh, I, well, I, I put this here for you, so, I don't know, I guess I put it here so you could, I wanted to be able to guide you even though I wouldn't, you know, be around or whatever. So to us, does it look like Rara is just talking to himself in the mirror? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess this, this is very okay. strange. Yeah. Everybody's watching you, it's quite strange, but. We're listening intently. God, God me, where? Hey, what what do you know about where we came from? Oh, well, um, we came from, we came from here, from Florida. We, we were, we've been here for a couple generations, so. <sighs> Come on, man, you know what I mean. I think we originally, your great-grandmother immigrated here from. My great-grandmother came from fucking. She came here from Spain, and then we came, we we resided, I've, I've heard the whole story. You know what I mean. Our power came from the gym. You, you found the, Peg gave you the gym, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yes. Well, that's plain and simple. Power came from the gym. I know I never told you much about it, but me and your aunt, kind of fought over what we should do with it. Yeah. So watch out for her. I I guess I should say that real quick. Don't don't let your aunt get the retreat. She's always wanted it. Oh, she's fine. I gave it to Peg and uh it's... You gave my retreat. Well, actually that's a pretty good idea. <laughs> yeah, I thought so too. It was... <laughs> I thought about leaving it to her, but I didn't want you to feel put put out. So so you never, you never figured out with Ari where exactly that gym came from? Because I, uh, I did. Well, a lot of what me and Ari got up to, uh, a lot of it was looking for the origin of the gym. If you know where it's from, you may know more about it than I do. I, I just know that it was, uh, to me, it was a gift from someone that, yeah, you know, you probably never meet. Who? Ah, just an old boyfriend of mine. It's no big deal. Huh? So y'all really, y'all really don't see anything here, huh? Mm-mm. No, I see you speaking to your own reflection, but I do believe that you were speaking to your mother. Take all the time you need. I think at this point, Ray, you see your mother look back as the door to the lighthouse opens and Ari is standing there in his suit in his FAE uniform. And he says, uh, he says, 
Loretta, are you touching things again? Loretta, <laughs> Loretta looks at you, your, your mom, and says, I had already helped me figure this mirror out to where this will be sort of like a loop kind of situation. You can, you can talk to me when you need help. But I, right now, I, right, I got to go. You know, you probably know how he is by now. I don't know if you know him as well as I do, but I assume he'd want to work with you. Anyway, I got to go. Um, I, I love you. Bye. <laughs> love you, Mama. And she walks into the lighthouse, and you see her. Uh, you see the door shut behind her, and you're left just looking at what looks to you like a picture of the lighthouse on um, Saint Anne Island. Oh, right, right. Is is she gone? Yeah. Um, that's not the weirdest thing that I found on Little St. Anne's. What else did you find? I kind of fell into <laughs> a portal of sorts to Atlantis. As we did in Tallahassee. Was it similar? Um, so there was like this talking thing called Omni. Does that? I know you have a. Sh- I know you have a shit memory, but <laughs> what do you mean a talking thing? That's a good question. Like this? I mean, I was just talking to my mom in this mirror. <laughs> Technically, we're all talking things. <laughs> you could be a little more descriptive if you can. Omni is Latin for all. Yeah, it was. Uh, almost like a a machine but it was like alive and they're using it to connect three entrances to Atlantis is that is that right <laughs> uh, i think that omni described to you that they were essentially a machine built to compile the thoughts and opinions of every single citizen of Atlantis so that they can make Mm -hmm. decisions like sort of like the leader of the government, but Mm -hmm. they literally reach a consensus of all of the people, like rather than people having to physically vote or, you know, express their thoughts or what, what have you. Yeah. Uh, and they also said that the three portals, the Atlantis passages, whatever you want to call them, they were the key. Once they have all of them opened, the ritual will be complete to reconnect Atlantis to Gullicochica. So apparently there's there's a third passage to Atlantis, um, and I think... Once all three are connected, Golakochika's gonna fall into the ocean. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that, but it's No, you should I laugh when I'm nervous, guys. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> we know, we know. Is it just Golakochka? Because that's so incredibly specific. It's just um, like there is just I mean it does seem sort of strange. I don't know, maybe all of Florida. <laughs> You weren't really might, listening. Is be, that what you're trying yeah, to tell us? <laughs> well, I was kind of underwater by myself. And Calliope was there. She's really pretty. 
Oh, why didn't you leave with that? <laughs> Did she have my damn gym? No, and I actually asked about it, um, and she sounded really sorry, but it sounds like they need it to do whatever the fuck they Oh, that's good. I forgive them. All is forgiven. I, I guess mean, they need I, it. Everything's okay. I mean, no, they need it to do whatever bad shit they're going to... I wasn't about to just take it from her. I was by myself. I mean, I would have taken it from her. Why didn't you use your power? He says disdainfully. Um, so in short, <laughs> the devil asked me to kill Johnny Metters, and then he also asked me to kill those two two boys which who died anyway, so maybe I should have just... Be careful. the sentence is going. Why don't you step into the oblivion? I'm going to need you to get out. <laughs> See, I told I told you, I told you that this couldn't lead to anything good. What's what's next? It's going to ask you to to kill me or 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 Ari or you know, Steve. And I will at least say that it'll probably ask to kill you first. <laughs> God damn it! I am well aware of that fact. He wanted me. To kill Johnny Metters, and I told him no, so he took away my powers. Does that mean he like left? Um, no, I wish. <laughs> and then he gave me a chance chance to regain them by pushing Damien off the top of the lighthouse. And when I said no again, it just kept getting worse. What did happen in that lighthouse? So. <sighs> I'm not sure what happened in the lighthouse, to tell you the truth. I just, there was a ghost pirate, and he was really fond of me, Lobster. <laughs> and I couldn't solve the puzzle. <laughs> and then, I don't know, it, it's like we went back in time, and we ended up on Little St. Anne's. And I mean, Brittany fond saw it too. Lobster. What do you What do you mean, fond of and, me, lobster? How <laughs> come? I tried so hard to get those boys out, and I I couldn't. And then the ghosts had me, and I was about to die. I mean, I couldn't I couldn't do anything. The devil saved me. That what cost? Um, I'm not sure, but I have not been sleeping well, and I think all these cuts and bruises might be from him <laughs> taking over. I don't know what I what happens at night, but something's happening. Can I, uh, can I get a group huddle? Okay, come here. <laughs> you want a group hug right now? Hold on, Sarah. Oh, I'm not welcome to this huddle. <laughs> I see. Uh, Sarah's I thought you were going to give me a hug. No. I, <laughs> I thought you were going to give me a hug because I had to watch two little boys die and I've been through a lot of shit and I thought we were friends. Hey, Sarah, can you, uh, 
real quick, can you just uh put my my mom my mom mirror away? <laughs> just like wrap it in uh I just want to make sure it's safe. Okay. <laughs> the only mirror wrapping materials are upstairs. I guess I'm going upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm not wanted here. Hey, don't hey, don't don't drop her that be be careful. I brought her all the way back here, okay? Slips. <laughs> Shatters on the stairs. God. You hear in your head, break the mirror. <laughs> no. Hey, Sarah, can you bring my mom mirror back, actually? <laughs> I fling myself into the oubliette. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, yeah, group. Group group huddle. Yeah, I'm here. What what's going on? What's the play, Coach? I'm sorry, I said that. Go ahead. <laughs> this is like a dream come true, actually. All right, so you're gonna line out, line up on the outside. <laughs> Do you want me to go long? <laughs> actually, see, they expect you to go long, so I want you to cross <laughs> over the center. All right, I'm a team player. Put me in, Coach. I'll block. I'll tackle. I'll play defense. I'll play special teams. What do you want to have a huddle about? How can we figure out this damn devil thing? I promised Ari I would wait until the group was ready, even though I think that the time is as, mi- as soon as we can. The best thing to do is just ask Sarah. I feel like she could have been a part of this conversation. She knows that we know. I also don't think she's very happy about it. The devil, I mean. I think that she's unhappy about it until she's willing to use the power to her advantage. What do you suppose we do, Ray Ray? I don't know, man. I get wet and I turn into a large creature and you guys seem to summon shit. And That's true. So I'm kind of coming to you, the experts, saying what do you need from me to figure out how to get the devil out of our friend? We need to have an exorcism. Yeah. Like a church? Like we just need to bring her to church? I don't think that she could go into a church. <laughs> if a rooster can go into a church, I mean, well, I guess she is actually the devil. I'm not. Wait, I'm not a devil. The hell, man. Rooster got invited to the huddle. Yeah. I'm just actually, over here playing the switch and I can hear them because they're standing right over me. Uh, we need... To evaluate if the pros outweigh the cons currently. The powers have been helpful and we are have many stones unturned still. The cons are there's a devil living inside of our friend, consuming her life. And now a, apparently some kids died and a lighthouse burned down. He's got to get out of there. He asked her to kill Johnny Metters. And hey, don't get me wrong. I w- I think Johnny Matters needs a good ass whooping, <laughs> <laughs> just like a a good one. It's only a matter of time before it before he asks her to kill me, or kill one of you. She keeps spinning luck, and with every luck she spins, it can ask <laughs> her to do things that are worse and worse. We just need to ask her if she's ready. This isn't an intervention. She's on our team, not the devil's. Do y'all know how to do it? Are we going to have to fight a devil? What happens to him after you take him out of there? 
It's not going to be easy. Do you remember when we first met the Devil of Tate's Hill? Yeah. See, you were there to slay the Devil, correct? Mm-hmm. Well, now it's four against one. Unless, Rooster, you'd like to join up as well. We could use the numbers. How are you with the sword? <clears throat> uh, no. Respectfully, no. I understand. <laughs> hey, Roost, how about you, uh... You want to head out here soon? Uh, yeah, I think it's... I'll go check on Sarah. Do you want me to send her back in? Actually, no. I'll go up and I'll print her down here. I don't want you to go <laughs> alone near Sarah. Buddy, buddy sister. Oh my god. <laughs> I got some... I got some work to do anyway. I'll see you guys later. Put on the coffee, Ignis. It's going to be a long night. Ray Ray and Rooster... Go upstairs, and Rooster kind of walks out of the room, but before he leaves, he gives like a little... He's trying to convey some level of comfort to Sarah. I think he feels bad about the whole situation from what he picked up. But uh, but then he leaves, and it's Ray Ray and Sarah in the room together. Hey. So, uh, Sarah, how's, uh, how's that voice doing? Um, it's not saying anything right now i think it probably gets a lot of freedom at night if you catch my drift so yeah i uh i think it's about time to be done with that i mean i do too that's why i'm that's why i'm here i didn't want to sit on it like i did i i needed to tell you before someone else has to die so steve and ours seem to have a plan we need to look I don't know anything about this I'm not gonna let anything happen to you we gotta get this thing out of you but I'm gonna be here every step of the way I think Sarah just hugs Ray let's go downstairs I think everything's gonna be alright are you ready yeah I'm I'm ready Guess what time it is? What time is it? <laughs> Welcome to Katie, Katie and Cap's Corner. <laughs> Nailed it. Absolutely crushed it. Hello and welcome to Shrimp and Crits. Hello. Welcome. You've made it this far. As the song explained, I'm Cap and that's Katie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're here to talk to you about life. We're one half of shrimp and crits. Yeah. The, Just one half. <laughs> Did you best, say blue? Best half. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were like, ew. We're the worst half. <laughs> As a reminder, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at shrimp and crits. And you can also find our fabulously redone new website at shrimpandcrits.com. Or fondofmelobster.com. Oh, wait. No, that's Patreon. <laughs> I'm glad we're all on the same page here. <laughs> you can also send us postcards, which we love, because who doesn't love mail? Um, you can send them to P.O. Box 60934, Nashville, Tennessee, 37206. Um, and we wanted to thank Jaguar, our friend 
for sending an awesome postcard and letter. Jaguar has been here since the beginning. Yes, a day one shrimp. Of time. Jaguar brought fire down from the heavens to give mm-hmm. mankind heat. Yes. They've been here forever. <laughs> and they'll always be here for us. Thank you, Jaguar. Always. Thank you. Thank you. I always. said Jaguar. You say Jaguar. It's like tomato, yeah. tomato. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Or what does Ian say? Katana, katana. <laughs> katana, katana. he he has to leave that in you better leave that in ian are you looking up and yelling it sounded like you (laughs) yeah i'm talking to god i'm talking Uh, um our friends over at don't wreck yourself sent us a clip this week you can find them on i believe twitter instagram facebook and tiktok at wreck your pod this is did i already say their name don't wreck yourself Before you click the share button, get the facts from a comedy podcast for information enthusiasts. On Don't Wreck Yourself, Matt and Ryan look into claims they find online, answer your questions, and say bad words. Enough having the queen's underwear slipped in your pants wasn't enough evidence. (laughs) (laughs) How how badass were people in the Ottoman Empire if they could just slap, slap a horse and kill it? There's no way. There's absolutely no way. I, I, I think it'd be hard to kill a horse if you just had like a lead pipe. It would be difficult to do that, let alone your hand. Are you kidding me? There's no way. Keep in mind our target audience. So if you're driving by a middle school and you see a bunch of kids outside, look for the ones smoking cigarettes under the bleachers and tell them about our podcast. Look for the kid that's smoking pot and getting D's in history. That's the that's our that, that's our niche. I yeah. feel like if we smoke enough weed, we can figure this out together. <laughs> New episodes go up every Tuesday wherever you find podcasts. Be sure to check yourself. Don't wreck yourself. Again, that was Don't Wreck Yourself. Uh, You can even find voices like mine and Ryan's on a few episodes of their show. Mm -hmm. They are wonderful friends of ours, Matt and Ryan. I know you're listening, and I miss you very much. I'll talk to you soon. If you haven't already, please rate and review us on the podcatcher of your choice wherever you listen to our mouths. Yes, our mouths. Our mouths, yeah, that's what they listen to. (laughs) With With their ear holes, they listen to our mouth holes. (laughs) And remember that we release bi-weekly our next... Oh my god, somebody's calling me right now. It's inconvenient. Oh, it's Ryan. He wants... He wants to be... Hold on. Oh. Yeah, no, get him on. Get him on. Put him on speaker. Hey, we're doing the the middle tro right now. You should say hello. Oh, you're doing the middle tro? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you're live. You're live with, uh, Cap and Katie's Corner. Oh. Hey, guys. Achieve me. What? Yeah, why don't you talk about our Patreon a little bit, Ryan? Yeah, we have a Patreon. Fondofmelobster.com's. Go to fondofmelobster.com. Don't stop telling me what to say if I have to say it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll call you right back. I'm not even supposed to be here today. Yeah, we love you, Ryan. Okay, well, I'm in Kroger. Tell me we need something. Okay, I'll text you. (laughs) Bye-bye now. (laughs) Oh, great. I almost said patio. Why hasn't anyone made patio a word? Audio. <laughs> Sounds like audio of you taking a shit, Katie. <laughs> oh, that's why nobody's <laughs> cool. All right. Well, our next episode releases May 23rd. All right.
Are you ready? Mm-hmm. I got you. I'm here. <laughs> I, I can't. I'm not a good singer, but I love karaoke. <laughs> yeah, especially right. with no music. It's a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> I got All you. Right. I'm here. Bo. This has been Katie and Caps Corner. Bye-bye now. <laughs>
Not that he has to submerge or anything. He just comfortly wants to rub some water on his face after taking <laughs> off his shirt. He transforms. In the mirror, you see Ray Ray goes down to get water, comes up, and it's a... <laughs> yes. Yes. Flicking your hair back. It turns into scales as you flick your long hair back. <laughs> and, but he, he will walk up to see, put his hand on his shoulder and say, You used to fight it alone. Is it? Is that it? That is true. That is true. That is you true. should say now you got friends or something. It's supposed to be implied. I'm putting. I mean, it's a beautiful <laughs> moment. I'm trying to give Ray Ray and Seab some moments. We never have moments. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ray Ray. Seab and I will go prepare the needed spells. Sarah, I don't know if you want to have like a sandwich or something. This. <laughs> I, I'm not sure how you should prepare. I just want to watch Lord of the Rings one more time, just in case I die. <laughs> I want to watch Return of the King one more one time. last time. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I so I actually think at this point, Rooster comes back in a huff, and he says. Uh, Ray, I think I think you need to to come out here. Uh, I, I went to go fix Barb's roof like a like a like a, like she wanted, and and Alti is acting. Alti's acting weird. She's she's snapping at us. I I don't know what to do. Well, now's not the best time. Yeah, no, I mean no shit. But like, uh, all right, I'm coming. All right. Just call if you need help. If you're not back soon, we'll come looking for you. Okay. Um, yeah, okay, so Ray Ray runs out with Rooster. Ari and Seab are going to study books. Nerds. So, Sarah, are you... What are you, do, what are you doing? You're watching the movie? I am... No, I am helping them look at runes. Oh my god, hey, you did it! Let's stop I'm the so podcast. Proud of you. you said runes. I waited, I waited for the applause and it didn't come. But Return of the King is definitely on in the background. <laughs> okay, amazing. Your mystical library. Um, tell, would you like me to tell you what it does? Yeah, tell me what it does. If you use your library's occult tombs and grimoires, preparing with your tombs and grimoires, take plus one forward for use magic. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. So I guess it's just like to the magic role that we're preparing the magic for, right? Yeah, absolutely. You are, yeah, you're doing several things here, um, though. You're studying the ritual, the exorcism. You're figuring out how to do that. Um, but also you're studying the devil and how to kill it. Um, so why don't you, Ari, roll um, Investigate a Mystery? I would love to. Which is plus sharp. All right, no dice box. Don't let me down. Oof. That's a seven on the dice, plus two is a nine. Can anyone help me? I can help. Yes, yeah, Sarah, why, since you're helping study, why don't, you also, why don't you all help out? Which is plus cool. You could get us all the way to a ten. How good are you at Latin? I'm so good. I'm a minus one. Cool. Let's let's just forget that. Um, it is a 
It's an eight. <laughs> okay, so you you grant you grant plus one, but you expose to danger. But there's no there's no you're just reading books. It's all no, good. The devil's not gonna say something in my brain. <laughs> no, no, I think you get like maybe a shiver up your spine. Like you can tell that there are eyes on you, but you don't see anyone looking, if that makes any sense. But the devil doesn't yeah. say anything to you. No. All right, that means I hold, what is it, two? Nice. Yeah. Excellent. I mean, what can hurt it? Let's get it out of the way. You find passages confirming what Seeb said, that you have to, you have to confront, you have to reign victorious against your fear that it tries to uh, instill upon you, which... Um, I believe all three of you have already done in your previous encounter with this devil, but that's only part of it. The book goes on to see, you see a diagram, a drawing of a very similar devil with the skull over its head. It says that you have to reveal the devil's true face. You cannot let any part of it remain in the darkness in, in secret. Uh, that is how it sort of steals itself away and makes itself invulnerable. Um, so you're essentially going to have to figure out, out a way to get this skull off of the thing. So it's like the Thanos glove, but his face. It also has six stones in the skull, <laughs> and each one of them does a different thing. Mm. Wait, that's the disc. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> contrive, contrive, contrive. <laughs> Shut it down. Every story has been made before. Yeah. I want to know more about the skull post tear off. Can I ask what can it do? Like, I want to know if it like stores it or kills it or because Seeb's going to want it dead. So like if I take the skull off, is it now like is it a hermit crab where if it finds another skull, it can have a new house? No, it's more. Regard, uh, regarding the skull, what it can do is conceal the true visage of the beast. Oh, okay. So okay. it's a play off of the old, like, you have to know the demon's name sure. to kill it. But no, it's not—the demon doesn't—it's too ancient to have a name. It's more that you have to know—you can't let it hide any part of itself okay. from you. Okay. Otherwise, it can squirrel it away like a lich with the phylactery. Okay, cool. We need to reveal the true face of this devil. Unfortunately, that is mostly by physical means. Oh. The fae, the fae typically use names, but it would seem the devils are a bit more literal. Man, it would be cool to use tune in one time on the devil. I mean, Sarah, can you communicate with it? It knows what you do to you. I mean, yeah, I kind of just, if I need it, I just ask. And he kind of shows up. I guess I will use tune in. Okay. How does this, how do you use this power? What does it look like to you? I mean, I think I'm just going to like, almost like meditate, like concentrate really hard. Maybe I even go sit in the oubliette or something. Well, if you sit in the oubliette, you can't use magic. So, oh yeah, <laughs> <Just sorry. laughs> 
Oops. <laughs> None of your powers would work there. But if, if you want to go in there, though, that would solve a whole problem all at once. <laughs> <laughs> Just live in there forever. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to concentrate. Okay. To the sound, the soundtrack of Return of the King in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I think you're like, maybe your eyes roll back in your head as you try to access this power. And there's like little sparks of red. You sit on the couch to sort of concentrate and uh, roll plus weird, I'm assuming. It is a... 12. Not, whoa. Nine, whoa. whoa nine, you? nine plus three is a 12. Good roll. I don't believe you. You're not allowed to roll good. That's the first, <laughs> that's the first time for everything. <laughs> it's a six and a three plus three. Yeah, so on a 10 plus hold three, spin a hold to ask the keeper one of the following questions and gain plus one ongoing while acting on the answers. All right. What is it planning to do right now? Your eyes roll back and the electricity sparks, the red lightning sparks around you. And then your eyes roll back to, you know, towards the television and you see the Lord of the Rings happening on the screen. Um, You see this movie, but you see the screen flicker and flip and then you see Alti, and you see that her eyes are glowing uh, red, which is not something that you've seen before. And you see her snapping her jaws at Barb, who's trying desperately to avoid uh, these attacks. But she's standing on her front porch, um, and she has a chair. She has a chair held in front of her trying <laughs> to keep, keep Alti at bay. The screen flips back again to the scene of the Lord of the Rings where the ghost army shows up. You see this the menacing um, forms of all of these spectral warriors. Uh, and then it flips again, and it flips to the woods outside of the infirmary. And you can see um, a figure waiting in the darkness. And then you see... Um, the island, you see the smoldering uh, ruins. They wouldn't still be on fire. That doesn't make any sense. But you see the ashen. There we go. That's the word. You see the ashen ruins of the lighthouse. And and I can say ruins in this case because it's not ruins. <laughs> and you see Mephisto among them. And he looks like he's transfixed. It's something ahead of him. And then the scene ends do you get another question i get two more questions oh fuck (laughs) how many more of those you got (laughs) who is it going to attack next that well that's pretty much what i just told you (laughs) yeah it's true no here here's here's what i'll do i'll retro i'm gonna retroactively give you information about the the things i already just showed you um who is it going to attack next the the things you just saw, you saw what, you know, you saw scenes, vignettes of potential attacks. But I'll also show you that in the eyes of Mephisto, you he looks afraid. 
he looks to be whatever is in front of him. He looks terrified, and you see him mouthing the words, no, 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 no. And then you it flashes back to um, Barb as well, and she is, of course, just shitting her pants with fear. And uh, <laughs> as the chair snaps, she, <laughs> she, she runs into the front door of her hut, and Alti chases after her, putting her fins her two flippers on the porch so she can extend her neck within the uh within the hut who is it going to attack yes those people but also what is it going to do it's causing fear okay that's not great and what i think is the most important question who does it regard as the biggest threat who does it regard as the biggest threat what's the devil afraid of yeah, I think that it keeps flipping between scenes of the movie, of the um, massive battle, scenes of what you just saw, the lighthouse ruins, the Barb's hut, the woods outside of the infirmary. And then it flips to Sieb, who is in the other room. He's in the uh, Ari's bedroom slash, you know, where the library is. And he's reading a book about exorcisms and you see Sieb have this aha moment on his face and then your vision ends. The TV goes back to the film. Sarah, I'm going to go and help Ray Ray stay here. Sarah's afraid. Um, yeah, I'm gonna grab my jacket and my sword and head out to Barb's hut quickly. You're leaving me alone with Sieb? Oh my god, what if I kill Sieb? Oh god, oh god. Uh, yeah, I made my choice. Ray Ray, you frantically arrive with Rooster at the grounds where the stream runs past uh, <laughs> Barb's hut, and you see the Altamahaha with her two front flippers on the front porch of uh, Barb's hut, with the remnants of a broken chair uh, kind of shattered all over the front lawn there. Uh, Some of the pieces are floating in the river already in the stream. And you can just hear her screaming, Help me! The the hell's going on? Are you, uh... Barb, you all right? No! (laughs) Is that Ray Ray? Help me! Right, I'm running that way. <laughs> Just make yourself laugh. <laughs> yeah, of course, Barb is the silliest so thing good. in know, the whole world. Sure. Rooster doesn't run after you. Rooster stays back a little ways. Yeah, He's no, like confused. I was, I, was, I, was, I was gonna tell Rooster. I was like, "Hey, don't stay here." I mean, I want to retreat. I want to protect the retreat. I, I don't know. I don't know what to do, Ray. Ray, Ray, I stay in earshot. You don't gotta be in eyeshot. Uh, you just. Tell, tell me what you need, man. I, I got you. Yeah. And I run towards Barb's, like run to Barb's front door. Yeah, you run up and you see that as you pass by the pen, the uh, the snipe pen, they are uh, cowering, but trying to look around and see what is going on. And you run up to the porch. I mean, basically, Alti is like trying to shove herself in the hut. You can't really see in the hut because she's, like, got her body shoved up against 
the front door trying to like get in, but she's a little bit too big to fit in the front door. Well, this is an inconvenient time to not have my gym. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought about that. Okay, so she's going she's going through like the door. Yeah. Like tr- trying to shove her head through the door. Mhm. You know, I run up to her and I just I I'll hop on her back. Okay. It's like kind of straddle her. It's like, "Hey man, hey. Alti. What's happening, baby?" She doesn't even really like respond with a with a croon or anything like that like she normally might. Uh, she just continually, like, desperately um, shoves herself towards this door. And you see now that the door frame is starting to crack. And then you you also, you hear Barb's cries uh, stop suddenly. Uh, Barb? There is, there is no answer. But, like, as you, you know, sit on the back of Alti, she's writhing about in such a way that like there's maybe like there's a tin roof over the front porch you keep like <laughs> it keeps like knocking you in the tin roof fuck what do i do um go save barb get in there bust through the fucking wall like the kool-aid man it's a shack you're a oh. monster well, I'm not going to bust through the wall. I'm going to run through the back door, <laughs> but I know I know Barb Stone, but I also know that it's temporary. Mm-hmm. Unless she's being chewed right now. But no, I want to no limits yank her head out of the door. Yeah, I'll allow it. That sounds good. Like, I'm just trying to shove her back into the creek. Sounds good. Roll no limits plus weird. That's... That's... Uh, seven... Cool. How do you always roll a mixed success for your no limits? I feel I like that's always. I don't know, man. Every time. It's, it's, you have plus three weird. It's the worst. And you I gotta go to sleep. And I really can't use luck. So. We'll choose one consequence. Can you take a harm? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to take a harm. Yeah, then the strain of doing this, uh, like, almost like pulls a muscle in your arm as you hop off of her back and put your feet on the porch to get leverage. Uh, but you're able to shove her by the shoulders back into the creek. And she just continues to, like, snap her mouth as her head whips back and forth and uh, she <laughs> plunges into the water below. But you look into the house and you see that Indeed, Barb has been turned into a statue and she has this like look on her face like, you know, like she's uh, like crying out. Uh, And there are like gnaw marks on the stone where little uh, where Alti must have been chomping at the stone statue. What do you do? Yeah, I'm going to walk out and I'm going to close the door and latch it. Uh, so is Alti still just like right outside? Yeah, Alti is beginning to recover. You know, like Alti is a very good swimmer, obviously, but like she was also just thrown with your monumental strength into the creek. So she flails to sort of uh, correct herself, like, uh, you know, get in an upright position. She's the underwater equivalent of knocked prone. Can I borrow Soothe? Which actually, yeah, doesn't even say roll anything. Oh, it doesn't? 
No, you, you can calm them down, blocking any panic, anger, or negative emotions they have. Yeah, this works even if the thing that freaked them out is still present as long as your voice can. Oh, wait, no. There's another thing. There's the rest of the scene. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, it just says, can be heard. Oh. Yeah, no, there's no role. It, that's just soothe. Awesome. What do you say? Uh, if she's, like, essentially not prone. Yeah, you see her starting to orient herself. You can barely see her under the water. Um, but you also at this point see the two red glowing eyes, not her usual. You know, her eyes are either normal eyes or, you know, normal animal eyes or glowing blue when she's trying to turn something into stone. So here's here's a sentimental thing that I'll do which is like a trusting thing, is I actually look, I get up to her face and I'm staring her in the eyes. Like I'm just putting my head against her head and I'm just looking into her eyes and I'm rubbing her head. I'm like, look, baby, it's okay. I don't know what's happening to you, It's but everything's all right. Like, we're, we're here, we're your family. Everything's all right, you're safe here. Yeah, you have to jump in the water to do this, but you do, and you... You see her look of fury and wrath um, soften. You see her calm down and you feel her energy calm down. But you also feel within her some kind of turmoil, like some evil presence gripping at her. And I think uh, with that, we'll move back to Ari. Uh, Ari does one of those cool hand over rail jumps over the little fence that leads to the back with Ignis following him, obviously running quickly through the mud to get to his good friend, Ray Ray and help protect Barb. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you would, uh, get to, you would get out there and you would see Ray Ray in the water with this creature sort of holding its head and soothing, soothing Alti there. Uh, yeah, then I'll slow my approach and make my stature a little more relaxed so I don't upset Alti. Ray Ray is Barb. Is she okay? Well, I wouldn't say she's okay, but she'll be all right. We know it wears off after a little while. No, I'll kind of head up and look into the uh, shack house, look into Barb's hut as I pass Going towards Ray Ray. Yeah, you see, well, I guess I should say, you see Rooster. Rooster goes over to Maeve's camper to explain to her what's going on. Her light has been turned on at this point. And uh, you walk up the stairs to, you know, the porch that leads into Barb's hut. And you see her stone statue frozen in a look of panic. I want to try to get her out of it. Okay, how do you do that? I want to try to use my force of will move. Um, yeah, roll plus weird. Oh, that's pretty okay. Eight on the dice plus two is a ten. You see color return to her uh, her face, her scaly skin, and you see her shoulders begin to slack as they were like tensed up. Oh, um, and then when she finally. Uh, becomes wholly not stone anymore. Uh, she goes, ah! <clears throat> Oh, oh, oh. The situation has resolved, Barb. Oh, my. 
Ari, you've never looked so handsome before. Ari blushes. How about a little smooch for Barb? <laughs> she purses her. She purses her lips like she she wants a kiss. I'm gonna pick up her pack of cigarettes and put one in her mouth. <laughs> you, you drop those. She lights it up and uh, and chuckles. She chortles to herself. Ray, Ray, Ari, save me! <laughs> you should learn a thing or two from him. Uh, Ray, Ray, in the water. You're still with Alti, I imagine? Yeah. What do you do with Alti at this point? Because she is calmed down, but you can tell that there is something something there that uh, you're afraid. You're afraid that if you leave her alone, that she's going to get riled up again. This, this, this ain't her. It was the devil causing her to do this. We saw it during Lord of the Rings. I know it's not her. There may be something I can do to help. Are you talking about like the thing that killed Gandalf the first time, but then he came back and he just had a different color hair? Not even really a different color, it was just kind of shinier. That's completely <laughs> different. That's a Balrog. Let me see if I can help. Ari shows you a picture of a Balrog and a picture of the devil of Tate's hell. It's completely See, different. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm talking about. That's <laughs> literally that's literally the thing that killed Gandalf. So that's. Let me tell you, I think I can help, but I need to use this sword. I'm not going to hurt Alti, but the devil is not fond of this blade. Can you keep her calm? I can try. That sounds good to me. What could go wrong? <laughs> <clears throat> uh, I'm going to try to use magic here to banish a spirit or curse from a person, object, or the place it inhabits. I love, I love the look of you. Like <laughs> this is like weirdly religious imagery of you, like getting waist deep in the water, like it's a baptism. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Roll, uh, roll, use magic, plus weird. It, it may be a little more, uh, Arthurian. I might, like, just put the sword in the water and let that god magic ooze out. There you go. If you know what I mean. <laughs> there you go. Ooze it out into the water. Uh, that's a six on the dice, unfortunately, plus two. Is that's an fine. That just that's means fine. you a choose a glitch. Sense. Yeah. Oh, no, there's something in the woods? Great. Uh, this magic draws immediate unwelcome attention. Yeah, so uh, cleansing magic um, flows out from the sword into the water and um, into Alti, and you see her start to thrash in the water again, and you see her eyes flash red and sparks go throughout her body. I'm so sorry. But the magic uh, surrounds her, and she begins to glow. And even as she thrashes, you see these twitches, uh, these this writhing get uh, weaker and weaker with each twitch. Then she eventually calms down, and Ray, you no longer feel this evil presence within her. You, um, 
you can tell that she is good. This evil spirit has been banished from her. But (laughs) it's in this moment from the woods, back from the direction of the infirmary, you hear Sarah. When you start to run towards this, you also hear Peg. Uh, uh, Sarah, what what's what's wrong with your eyes now? Uh, I don't like the way you're looking at me. Oh no, Ian, why? <laughs> <laughs> One of us knew how to speak Elvish <laughs> from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> uh, Miss Miss Frodo, thank you very much. No, <laughs> not, that's Elvis, not Elvish. <laughs> I, I didn't get it at all. We that's very get, good. We uh, we got to get the Hobbits to Griffin Gryffindor. God. <laughs> <laughs> <All right>. God. <laughs>